some of the for-profit uh, centers that that pop up when they start taking market share away from hospitals that that that's a problem Hello and welcome to Hymnscast. I'm Susan Morse, Executive Editor of Healthcare Finance News. With us today is Dwayne Fitch, who is the Healthcare Partner for Plant Moran. Welcome, Dwayne. Thank you. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to join you. Can you start by telling us what you do at Plant Moran and how you work with hospitals and health systems? Sure. I'm the National Healthcare Consulting Practice Leader for Plant Moran. Uh, we work with a variety of hospitals and health systems to really improve their uh, financial, operational, and strategic performance. Uh, we have service lines around margin improvement that include revenue cycle, supply chain, um, and, and a variety of services on operational efficiency and effectiveness to help our clients optimize their performance. Um, we could spend an hour talking about that, I'm sure. But um, I wanted to ask you about a recent American Hospital Association report that said the higher acuity patients, these are the patients that are spending more time in the hospital, are causing unsustainable financial challenges for hospitals and health systems. And you said hospitals are seeing fewer patients who have minor ailments, so they're missing out on revenue dollars. And I'm wondering if you can explain this, please, Duane. Sure. Um, we're seeing, and, and the industry is seeing, a, a shift in acuity uh, from lower acuity to higher acuity. And, and, and there's a number of reasons for that. Um, one is COVID and, and the uh, uh, reduction of, of elective surgeries. Um, and, and elective is kind of a funny word in our business. It really means scheduled. Um, you, you know, they're not optional. And what happens is, uh, like a appendicitis, for instance, if it's treated timely, it's a very minor thing or somewhat minor. But if it ruptures, it turns into a, a major surgical event with a longer recovery. So that deferral of care uh, can really cause... Uh, increased complexities and increased acuity. And, and that's what we're seeing in the industry as we watch the index the indexes uh, move to higher acuity, higher length of stay, and more complicated cases. And, and that's been a, a financial, operational, and strategic challenge for hospitals and health systems across the United States. Are we talking inpatient care or outpatient care mostly? Yeah, both. Um, <clears throat> certainly inpatient care is is where it shows up primarily. That, that's where those indicators are really measured and monitored. On the outpatient side, um, you know, it's a it's it's another set of circumstances where uh additional service delivery sites are being utilized by patients for a variety of reasons, um, the telehealth, et cetera. Um, and that that can reduce the the number of overall visits in a traditional hospital environment, um, but it also creates an operational challenge for hospitals who have tried to reconfigure their patient delivery models to support both uh, traditional inpatient or in-person care as well as telemedicine, and and try to run those two operations simultaneously. It's a major challenge to get that cost per event down uh, into uh, the range that the folks who just uh, specialize in telemedicine uh, have been able to achieve. So that's another downward pressure on hospital and health system financials. But don't, for the minor 
ailments that you were talking about in the business model. It's, it seems like a lot is shifting to outpatient home care. And isn't it the place for hospitals to see the sicker patients and those who don't need a hospital to go elsewhere? Um, and I'm wondering, what do you advise hospitals about this? Yeah, a couple of things I would say to that. Most of our hospital and health systems mission uh, mission and vision is to really take care of their populations from, uh, you know, in all sorts of levels of acuity. So they have the, the um, outpatient centers, they have the primary care physicians, the patient-centered medical homes, and obviously then they range up to uh, acute inpatient services and even post-acute services. So most of our hospital and health systems see themselves as a full continuum of care provider in their community. So they're not looking to uh, abandon uh, the, the, the lower yeah. acuity um, patients. As a matter of fact, that, that market share is critical for them as they uh, incorporate the, their entire strategy of serving the community. So, so the when when other alternative delivery sites like telemedicine, like um, to, to some of the for-profit uh, centers that that pop up, when they um, start taking market share away from hospitals, that that that's a problem for them as as it relates to delivering their mission and certainly. Uh, patient loyalty is is a key element of any healthcare system. Um, so our clients are really focused on maintaining and servicing that book of business and trying to do it in a financially responsible way and shifting that cost curve to make sure that they can compete with the other sites. Do you have any recommendations for them as they face this competition from pharmacies and all kinds of other competitors wanting to get in on their outpatient business? to keep the loyalty of the patient so the patient comes to them for, for the care that maybe they could get at a CVS or someplace else? Yeah, um, it, it's a very challenging interesting, uh, challenging industry issue for sure. Um, you know, it, it really comes down to the basics though. Convenience, service, quality of care, um, cost structure, all of those measures are, are so important to uh, align with patient satisfaction and, and patient continuity. Um, as you described, there are uh, several alternative delivery sites available in almost any marketplace in the U.S. And for our hospitals and healthcare systems to, to align and, and to um, service that population, uh, they're going to have to be very vigilant on uh, the kind of metrics that people find important um, and, and cost, quality, service uh, are all those. So, so our advice is to really um, focus on those issues, focus on make, making sure that you're the most attractive alternative in the marketplace. And, you, you know, and that can be difficult because a lot of hospitals are centered around inpatient care yeah. and and, and, and these are ancillary businesses, but, but they need to really optimize the performance in this space and, and become that uh, preferred service provider. It sounds like this is coming down to patient experience. Is that what you're saying? Give them the best patient experience possible? I think so. That, that really provides the stickiness that hospitals need to ensure the continuity of the patient base through all the uh, care 
provisions that they provide. Um, so, uh, you know, hospitals aren't looking to just be an inpatient acute care provider, um, that they, they, they want to take responsibility for the health care of their communities, and, and they need to um, deliver on all the domains that are important in each one of those elements. Um, it, do you see this as being a post-COVID-19 situation, or do you see this this issue of higher acuity hospitals having to fight for their dollar continuing on? Um, both. How's that for an answer? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I, I think that uh, COVID really um, moved hospitals in a different direction uh, and, and got them focused on telemedicine, for instance. Uh, most of our hospital and health system clients would have dabbled in that. And, and, and the statistics would show that there's been huge increases in telemedicine um, uh, visits and, 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 pref and consumer preference. So hospitals have had a challenge in trying to run telemedicine, for instance, within their more traditional delivery sites. But they're doing that uh, to, to avoid the outmigration that would otherwise occur. Um, when I look at Inpatient care, we have this huge expense with travel nurses uh, that, yes. that many hospitals and health systems are, are, are struggling with. And that, that is not only a, a cost consideration, but it also adds to length of stay as these nurses need to be incorporated into the service delivery models of these hospitals. And uh, nurses are not just interchangeable. They, they work in teams and they have a rhythm and a cadence that, that's very important as they deliver patient care. And the, the, the constant transient nature uh, of what's occurred during COVID-19 has really impacted that. And that's one of the reasons for um, increases in length of stay and some of the financial pressures yeah. that are being experienced. Um, I know our time is short, but I wanted to ask you uh, one last question. If you had to advise a hospital on one thing to make itself more attractive to the patient rather than going someplace else, uh, not to put you on the spot, Duane, but do you have uh, a recommendation for that? You know, we, uh, I, I do, but, but let me context it by saying um, being a, a leader in, in a hospital and health care system these days is, is a very complex um, and, and sophisticated um, so it's a set of facts. So, so it, it, it never comes down to one thing. Um, but, uh, and, and you, you talked about it earlier, if you had to err on the side of focusing on the patient experience and all the domains that are important to the patient, cost, convenience, accessibility, timeliness, um, the, the billing process, all the kinds of things that are important to the, the consumers who use your outpatient facilities at a much higher rate than your inpatient facilities, that will create the kind of loyalty that you're looking for in the marketplace. So, um, you know, it's probably a little bit of an oversimplification, but focusing on the patient experience is not a bad place to start. Thank you, Duane. It's been a pleasure speaking with you for Cast. Been a pleasure for me as well. Thank you very much.